Ready, go, go, go podcast, Scott Ott, episode one. Everything changed in March 2021, at least it did for me. I was looking forward to celebrating my 60th birthday in June, and coincidentally, or not so coincidentally, I ran into an online marketing course that I decided to sign up for, and it's amazing how one little action can change everything or can result in a cascade of other actions that you would not think were related to it. And as I look back at that list, uh, and again, this is March, so I'm recording this in May, just uh, less than two months ago, there were a series of tiny actions, which I'm beginning to think of as massive tiny actions because of the way they snowballed together. Um, First, I sign up for a digital marketing course because I think, well, I'm getting older. Eventually, I won't want to stand on my feet all day doing my job. It would be nice if I could do it from the comfort of my own home or any coffee shop in America or not in America, somewhere else. In any case, so I so I start taking this uh, this course to learn about digital marketing. In the course of that, one of the course authors recommended reading the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Now, that book's been out for over 20 years, but I'd never read it. And so I picked up a copy of Robert Kiyosaki's uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it's funny how we say that. I'm such an old guy. Picked up a copy. I actually downloaded a copy. I subscribed to a, uh, a what is it called? Like It's a digital service for getting books called Scribed.com. Um, I do not get a sponsorship deal with Scribed. I just use it. And it costs me about 10 bucks a month. And so I can read and listen to a lot of books on Scribe. Anyway, started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Well, it turns out uh, Kiyosaki has done a whole series of books uh, written both by himself and others who are partners with him in this Rich Dad adventure. So I started reading a bunch of those. All in, in the last month and a half or so, I've read something like 12 to 15 books, not all Rich Dad books, but starting with Rich Dad and then kind of uh, chain-smoking books. <laughs> As I went along, uh, in any case, so so that's going on. I'm I'm reading, I'm listening back and forth to work. Uh, any when I'm um, doing anything that I can listen to a book, I'll I'll listen to a book. So I I did that, um, and then uh, I stepped on a scale for the first time in a long, long time. Now I could blame the pandemic and the quarantine and all that kind of stuff, but I've been working for most of the quarantine and also shoveling my gullet full of food. <laughs> As it turns out, I knew that I was probably Probably at my peak weight for my entire life. And uh, as it turned out, I weighed 245 pounds when I stepped on that scale. And that's, I had, they, people say they ballooned up to 245 pounds. Well, you know, if I'd actually ballooned, uh, I wouldn't weigh so much because <laughs> nobody fills balloons with uh, dense material. <laughs> In any case, so I got up to about 245 pounds, and I thought, well, that's not acceptable. And uh, so then I made the decision, well, I'm going to start eating what my wife has been eating because she's losing weight, but she's doing it for health purposes, and she's eating good stuff, and um, and it works for her. It makes her healthier, and she's also losing weight. So I said, honey, instead of like shoveling in whatever I feel like eating at the moment, I'd rather eat what you're eating. And so I started doing that again in March. But I realized that wasn't going to get it all done. So I thought, well, maybe I'll start walking a little bit because I do no exercise except for the walking around at the retail job that I have eight hours a day. And that is a a significant amount of walking. In fact, probably more walking than most Americans do, but it's in short bursts and it's not very fast. And so I decided I'd start taking a daily walk. And I just looked at my um, Apple fitness thing. Oh, there's another tiny decision. I got an Apple watch a couple of months before that. And the Apple watch has the ability to track your movement 
And so I thought, well, I'll start exercising and be able to track that because I like seeing statistics. And I just went back and looked and my first walk was on March 23rd. I walked for 1.88 miles, uh, so a little less than two miles. And uh, my average heart rate was 116 beats per minute, so I, I wasn't really working very hard. And my average mile was uh, 18 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, I Most recently, let's see if I check the most recent workout, scrolling back up, uh, yesterday or the day before, I walked uh, 3.04 miles and uh, my average heart rate was 131 beats per minute. My average mile was less than 14 minutes. And so just little by little, without intentionally trying to do so, I've become faster, gotten my heart rate up better, walk for a longer distance. So all told, when I weighed myself, I'm just weighing myself once a week because I don't want to get into the daily ups and downs. Uh, but when I weighed myself on Saturday, uh, I was at 222 pounds. So I've lost some 23 pounds since I started doing this in about a month and a half going on two months now. Uh, actually, not quite two months uh, since I started walking. Anyway, so, so that's happening. I'm educating myself. I'm learning about digital marketing. I'm learning about financial well-being. I start eating right. I start walking. And then I decide, you know, uh, we have over the years for a variety of reasons accumulated fairly substantial uh, consumer debt through credit cards. And so I had meant years and years ago to start looking at how to do something about that. And like a lot of Americans, we're basically paying the minimums on most of these cards and, and getting nowhere and in fact accumulating uh, more debt uh, without actually using the credit cards. Now, uh, quite a while back, my wife has stopped spending additional money on credit cards. Uh, she she manages the finances for the most part. So we're not adding more debt to it, but the interest alone is adding that. And I noticed that the credit card companies are charging egregious amounts of interest. And uh, at that time, I stumbled upon a book uh, called Talk Your Way Out of Debt about this guy who basically calls up credit card companies and asks them to reduce his interest rate. And so I did that. And the first call I made, the company actually reduced my interest rate by about five points. And I thought, well, that's good. So I called some other companies. Uh, sadly, none of the other companies were willing to reduce the interest rate. But I thought, well, I'll show them because I'm getting a lot of offers in the mail right now to transfer my balance at 0% interest for anywhere from uh, 18 months to 24 months or something like that. And so I will uh, eventually just transfer out of those companies that refuse to bend on their, on their um, what do they call that, usurious? Was that the word? Interest rates. And, um, and so reduce that to zero and then pay those off quickly. In the meantime, I did something I'd heard about years ago that's referred to often as a debt snowball. Uh, I think some people call it a waterfall. And basically started with one of the lower balance credit cards I had and said, okay, I'm going to work on paying this one off. And when I do, I'll take the payment we've been making on this one and apply it to the next one. And in order to really kick off the debt snowball, it's good to find an additional source of income. Well, coincidentally, I had just paid off a revolving charge account at a retail store. And so I had about an extra $250 a month. I've done the calculations now. And if I do this debt snowball over the next two years, I'm going to save thousands of dollars of interest, radically reduce the time it takes to pay off these credit cards. And uh, so I'm starting to work with that first company that told me it, uh, that they would not reduce my interest rate 
within two years, I won't have any debt with them. So that'll teach them a lesson. It's, uh, it's kind of counterintuitive uh, in the position they're in right now because a lot of people have used stimulus money and relief money to pay off their credit cards. And banks are really upset about this because this is a major source of income for them and they don't want you paying off your credit cards early. In any case, all of this to say that I've done a series of things that if you had said, hey, I've got an idea. Why don't you change your diet? Start walking every day. Take a digital marketing course. Start learning about financial financial well-being, start paying off your credit cards in a strategic way. Oh, by the way, I also uh, set up an LLC, which I should have done years ago, because in addition to my full-time W-2 income, I have a 1099 gig. Uh, And so all of this has happened within the past month and a half. And there's a lot more that I want to do. I find it's hard to cram everything into the time that I have. uh, And I don't want to sacrifice time with my wife. Uh, So Uh, Little by little, she's becoming more of a partner with me and one of the financial things we're looking at, which is uh, acquiring some real estate so that we can buy and hold real estate and rent it out and create an asset there that generates cash flow for us and possibly long-term appreciation and some tax benefits. Uh, But it's really the cash flow we're looking for. I am tremendously motivated to get up every day now. This podcast, by the way, I forgot to mention that. This is another step in that direction because eventually I want to be able to document this experience that I'm having and to be able to share this with other people because I'm thinking if this is happening to me as I'm moving into the prime of my life, uh, which used to be called the September of my years, but I'm going I'm to refer to it as the prime of life. If I start doing this at a relatively advanced age, um, then I'll bet there are other people who would like to start taking massive tiny actions as well and kind of get out of that rut that I'm in and start moving forward. So I I don't pretend right now to have any uh, vast wisdom in how to improve your finances or how to eat a better diet or how to lose weight or how to learn a new skill or uh, how to set up an LLC or anything like that, even though I've done all of those things in the last month and a half. I'm really documenting this journey, both for my own purposes, so I can keep that momentum going and basically have you to help hold me accountable to that, but also in hopes that it might be educational or at least entertaining and perhaps inspirational to some other people who feel like maybe it's too late for them. Uh, I don't think it's too late for anybody. By the way, uh, my goal is by my birthday, which is at the end of June of this year, um, to have dropped a total from when I started in March to have dropped a total of 35 pounds. Now, at 210 pounds, I won't necessarily be thin, um, but, you know, I kind of joke that uh, at, at my weight in March, you know, only the top half of my body looked like a thermometer. And I guess the bottom half as well, if you look at it upside down. Anyway, <laughs> if I get down to about 210, I think that'll give me a better idea of what my ideal weight would be at that point. Um, and it's probably somewhere in the 200 range is my guess. But in any case, I'm on pace right now to do that. And I haven't starved myself to death. I've been eating good food. And, and better yet, I've been eating the same food my wife has uh, been eating. So that kind of brings us together. And... Um, 
and I feel better than I ever have. Um, my, uh, I, I don't get winded walking up a flight of stairs as I did um, back in March. And I'm learning some great things that are going to serve me well for the second half of my life. Yes, I said the second half of my life. Uh, who knows? I could live to be 120. I mean, that might be torture for some people, you know, people who know me, but <laughs> not necessarily for me. In any case, uh, I just wanted to document this and um, have this be the first episode of my Ready, Go, Go, Go podcast. By the way, that's the LLC I've set up. It's called Ready, Go, Go, Go. I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do with that entity, but I just knew that I needed uh, a better tax and legal liability strategy for what I'm doing in life. Uh, all of this is a constant learning process, a constant process of education and inspiration and motivation and moving forward. So if you want to come on this journey with me, I don't know how often at this point that I'm going to be able to produce these podcasts. I'm working essentially two full-time jobs right now, my my W-2 as well as my 1099 gig. And um, we'll see, you know, maybe once a week, maybe daily eventually as I get comfortable with this medium. Uh, but this is what I'm doing. And if you're curious or have any questions or want to know more, feel free uh, to reach out to me. You can send an email to me at info at readygogogo.com or comment on the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you heard it on. This is Scott Odd for Ready Go Go Go. And thanks for listening.